0: The Meddlesome Maples present The Quest Report With Matt and Richard So we thought we'd uh, talk about one of the games That we picked up at the Expo We played mm-hmm. at the Expo this week And that's a game called Biblios Now Biblios is a game, it's a short game Only about 20-30 minutes long yeah. For 2-4 to four players And the objective of this is to be the one with the best um, documents, the best sort of monastery library.
1: Yeah, by the one, you mean the monk, who has the best library. Because each
0: each player is the head of a monastery, trying to get the best and the rarest documents. So the way that you do that is by collecting documents from five different categories, and they're just essentially colour-coded. They are different kinds of texts and things, but effectively... All you're looking at here is the colours on the cards mm. and the number on the cards to represent the card they value. They do
1: have general themes, don't they? They like, do. The orange ones are kind of like scrolls. Yeah. I mean, I quite like
0: the theme, but I think some people might find it off-putting. But it's kind of irrelevant because the game itself is so... It's it's themed, but it's not thematic. All well, you're doing is you're trying to get the best hand of cards.
1: But the what, artwork's very nice, though, isn't it? I it think.
0: is. It is nice and I like the way that the box is like a little book that you open. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I quite like that. There's a couple of games like that and I always always like that sort of thing. And um, so basically during the game on your turn you're going to be drawing some cards, aren't you, from a deck? Yep. You're going to be drawing if say you're playing four players, five cards. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was three players it would be four cards. And what you do is you have to, you pick one of those cards to keep yourself. You put one into an auction pile for later. Yeah. And the other three, you put, you'd put face out for the other three players to take. But you can only draw and look at a card one at a time. And you have to look and decide what you're going to do with it as you draw it and look at it. So you mm-hmm. might draw a card and think, you know, this one looks okay. But I don't know if there's going to be a better card to come later or yeah. if there's a worse card to come. So It's kind of
1: it's like half like drafting mm-hmm. in a way. But you get to decide... You kind of get dibs on one of them, don't you? Yeah. Basically, but only
0: one. (laughs) Yeah. And you can't... When you've you've drawn all five, you can't then go, actually, I want to change this around. You've you've got to put one away to the auction pile. You've got to take one. And you've got to put three out, all done one at a time. And that's actually probably the most interesting part of the game for me.
1: Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, you're kind of going Mm. around the table doing
0: that. And once the deck's ran out, um, you're then going to be going through the auction pile Mm. one card at a time, aren't you? And then you can bid. Now, there are other text and document cards which are the five categories we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. sort of brown, blue, green ochre and red but then there are also gold cards in values of one, two or three so yeah. during the auction phase what as you're in gonna,
1: money gold
0: yeah, money yeah. gold so during the auction phase what you're then going to do is you're going to be revealing a card one at a time and you're going to bid on that card and if it's a document card you're going to bid on it using gold from the cards you've got Yeah. and if it's a um, gold card, you're gonna bid on it using cards which we typically put in face down, don't you, so other people don't yeah. see. It. But if it say you bid four on a gold card, you'd be discarding four cards, which would be they could be other gold cards, they could be document
1: cards. Face down aren't they? So yeah. you don't have to reveal what you give away. Yeah. It's just it's just numbers of cards really.
0: But one of the cards that you'll be drawing and you you play it as soon as you acquire it is to is like a bishop type card, isn't it? And what that yeah. does is it means shouting
1: normally from a yeah. pulpit,
0: and um, that allows you to modify because there's five dice, one for each color, and they all start off at three, and with those bishop cards, you can either raise the value of a dice by one deduct a value of a dice by one. But then there's a few cards that will let you raise two cards by one, or one by two. Or raise um, one and,
1: and deduct one, and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and they're quite interesting. So the values of the sets that you've got will change. At the end, the person that's got the most value in the cards will score the va- the number that's on the dice.
1: Basically, this is the score that you're playing for mm. in each category. And I just I quite like these dice. They're quite big and... I would say they're all in the different colours. Mm. When I first saw this, I assumed that we would be rolling these di- dice. It's just nice to have dice that we're not rolling. And yeah. they are proper... They're just normal d sixes. But we are just using them to indicate a number, aren't we? Mm. And you just turn them around to kind of... Like, if it's a, it starts out as a mm. three, and if you get one to raise a number, then you just turn it around and find the four and then put it back down. So, basically, if you are trying to collect... Um, the cards, like books from a certain colour, then it's in your interest to try and raise that particular mm. dice, die. And, and how, when maybe we first played it,
0: that you're not as well yeah, I
1: thought it was interesting when we first played it, you really bluffed us, didn't you? <laughs> and, because you kept raising green and we thought, oh, you've got loads of green. But he was actually just trying to distract us and You you were it worked, the bluff worked but it did nothing to help you win (laughs) I'd successfully achieved my aim of
0: trying to trick everybody to think I was collecting uh, green and I think actually I was collecting uh, red and blue or something like that Um, but everyone was then trying to spend their dice to lower the green and that's that's why I was trying to do so, so somebody else would... won green in the end. Yeah. And they got loads of points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I didn't win. Yeah, but like,
1: I love the way there's more to do in a game than just out and out try to win. There's just hmm. little cool little ways you can trick people and stuff. And I thought that was really, really
0: And good. what was interesting as well, because obviously the, the, there's different values on the cards, but. Um, there were ones that people just weren't bothering to go for particularly so like somebody yeah. won several points from just having like a couple of brown cards that they hadn't really been trying to collect. Oh yeah, you can win with one with. card mm.
1: of, uh, of that colour if nobody else has got any because some of them, there isn't many of is yeah. there? And which There's way does it go? Amounts. Is it the brown and blue was isn't many of? Or I can tell or is you it? Um, it's Oh on, it says it on there We oh, don't need all the numbers, the just box. which one doesn't have many Um, I think it's red, isn't it? Red's got the least. Red's got a lot of low-value cards. Yeah, that might be Whereas the brown
0: and the blues tend to have more higher-value numbers. Now, Um,
1: when you are playing a game...
0: You're going to discard some of these cards randomly. Yeah,
1: some of these cards are randomly not going to be there. So you can't just look at the number of books that exist and think, Oh, well, I've got several of these, so there's going to be no more. It's like, (laughs) there could be no more. Or Mm. there could be a a lot more. You you just don't know which ones have been left in the box Mm. for that particular game. So that adds a nice little uh, unpredictable element to it there. The other thing I like about it is the auction phase. As you you were talking about, where you Mm. use gold cards to buy the leftover books, basically. I like the fact that when a gold card turns up in that phase you are using cards to buy the gold. Mm. So it's basically, it's both buying and selling books in a way. Well, it's and, I know it doesn't have to be books, but yeah.
0: Because for me, when I've played, because we've played this a few times now, and in mm. some of the games i played, it completely changed my strategy during the auction phase. Mm. Because I thought, okay, well, I've got maybe a good hard card in uh, blue, for for example. But then I saw other people outbidding me on blue and thought, well, I can't afford to spend any more. Yeah. And now I'm probably not going to... Ha- these aren't going to be as valuable to me because i'm sure someone else has got more and then i've traded them into gold for gold to try and buy another color yeah to improve my chances with something else so the the auction phase can change what you're doing and that you know i like that kind of thing in a game Mm. um i as just as we said i like the uh the the theme of it because i like old documents um i like the the way that the the box represents a book the cards are quite nice it's just a nice light 20 to 30 minute game for me that yeah. i could probably pull out and play quite happily anytime
1: yeah I and mean, it was our friend uh, ryan who mm. bought this at the expo and then one of the evenings we would not quite late hadn't we that <laughs> and we um we were
0: playing in the hotel bar at midnight i think and we yeah we've been to get um, this out.
1: hanging around in the room hadn't we and then we just went down to the bar and uh yeah, remind us, explained to us how to play Biblios. And it didn't take too long, did it? And it was no. just nice to play just at that bar table. So mm. it's a nice game that, like, it's a little bit counterintuitive to learn at first, I think. But after a few rounds, people get to know it. But then people need to know how to do the kind of half drafting, half uh, just choosing cards bit mm. at the start. And then they need to learn again for the auction bit, Mm. which um, is very different again. But I think by the time you've played it once, then you have a very good grasp of how to do it.
0: You only ever need to know this once to know basically all there is to know about the game. And then after that, it's just deciding which sets you're going to try and go for, Um, trying to work out when you're drawing those cards which ones you think are going to be good to keep which ones not i mean sometimes it's you just keep the one that you think well this isn't a bad card yeah. because you don't nece- if you could put it down someone else could get it and you could end mm. up with a bit of a dud later but it's kind of like a, a push your luck style element in that mechanic yeah. so that you don't know if if you take if you pass on a half decent card you might get a better one later and i've done that and i've ended up getting a really good card that's Mm. really helped me later on in the game yeah but then other times i've done that and i've ended up with like a gold of one or something like that yeah it's it's not always a a big help
1: yeah there was sometimes when i was waiting to until the last card of Mm. the five that i was going to draw and that was going to be the one i was going to keep because then you've got no choice at Mm. that point but and then it was like a a blue four or yeah. something, and I thought, "Oh, great! Glad they did that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, ov- overall, what what was your final thoughts on this game, Richard?
1: I think it's a very nice small game. Um, I think a lot of people would play it. Mm. I think sometimes it's a little bit like a Euro game, but not quite. There's no like fighting or anything. There's not really mm. anything that family members might object to if you got it out very
0: family friendly isn't yeah, it? yeah
1: that, that's what I kind of think so I think it's a nice safe game that you could um, bring out in a variety of circumstances like if you had people round it doesn't really matter um, who they are I think they would they would at least play it yeah and um, they would most probably enjoy it and how many players is it two to four two I'd to play. four yeah, I think, I think that's a nice number as well. I mean, obviously, there are some light games that include more players. Mm. But I think if you, if you did have four people, then I don't think there's going to be many circumstances where people wouldn't do this. I mean, you're going to have time, and people are going to have the inclination, I think. And I
0: do. As I say, I think it, it looks nice. Um, the cards, the artwork and everything is all very nice, and I like the theme of it. I know some people haven't particularly liked the theme, but I think that people have re-themed the game. So I think there's a, a version I haven't seen it but I've heard about it A version that someone made Where instead of like having the monasteries And the old documents You are a comic book store And you're Trying to get the rare comic books Right and
1: i would definitely prefer this but yeah i can see as might like i think i would
0: that. i think i would like the other one but actually i'm quite happy with this the way it is i quite like it because this to me is quite unique there's not I, off the top of my head i couldn't really think of another game um in this same mold i mean the only one that comes close and it's again because it's to do with documents and books is paperback and that as a game is completely different to this it's just like well, it's just mildly the theme, then, connected it? by by a theme and it's 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 the just not, yeah, there's it's just not yeah there's just stuff. not many games out there that are about books and old documents and you know boring old me I do like those things so this is something that for me I'm quite pleased to have I mean we played it as you said with Ryan on the sat- on the Saturday evening and at Simon, the hotel yeah. and-, and with him and on the Sunday we were look, going around looking for a copy at the expo yes and that's where we then picked up from the same store that had this because uh, we went to several stores and they didn't have it we found it <laughs> i
1: thought it was funny that you were going around trying to find biblios when uh <laughs> before people weren't buying it so much yeah
0: and then so um, it became popular. it's yeah, so, somehow it became popular um mm. it was bar night Gaming that made it popular, yeah. um, but then we also found another game which we'll be talking about um, on our next segment of the quest report: Multi Universum. Yes, because from the we same also, store.
1: we did a quest of Universum as well, so yeah. we have to talk about that. So, Multi Universum. Sorry.
0: So we um, hope you enjoyed this. Definitely want to check out Biblios, a light, family-friendly game. Um, we enjoyed it. We hope you do too.
1: Yeah, save the books.
0: Farewell, Questa. To find out about other productions by the Middlesome Meeple's, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at middlesonmeeples.com. Until next time, Questa, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.